MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Why not go to MutinyRadio.fm? Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! We are live, JW Megawag Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And today, we're in for special jazzy treat we got to have some cool jazz we got gavin holloran calling in here at 420 very excited for that and uh we have lightning sunk this is my Candyman theme they um they have a uh, album out it's one song it's 20 minutes and 20 seconds so we are going to blast that and then we're going to be taking a call from gavin um at 420 so this song is a uh, a song entitled 2020 and it's 20 minutes and 20 seconds long and it's by a local artist here um, called Sunk. Um, yeah, they'll be inventing their own philosophy over there. So uh, we'll see you at 420. 420. Uh, looks like they're trying to make me buy it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and just um, play. I know I have the code for it, but I'm just going to... Um, I'm going to play uh, just this Music for Moving album by them. We'll tune back at 
that is sunk. That is a song called uh, No One, and it's off a record called Music for Moving. Um, up next, I am going to be playing another local band called Chroma C, another ambient um, rock band. We're taking a call from Gavin Holloran here at 420, um, and we're going to be, yeah, got a new record and a lot of exciting things happening. So this um, this song um, coming up next is a uh, song called Open Ocean by Chroma C. And it's relaxation time.
All right, we are creeping up here on 420. We're going to be uh, rolling in with some cool jazz. Um, wait for Gavin to call in here. Happy 420 to everyone out there. Radio, welcome. We are on the air. We got some well, cool well, jazz. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, man, it's great, great to be here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, how how, th- how things been? How's the pandemic holding up on your end? We are, we are adapting to the times. We are definitely oh, adapting man, to the times. <laughs> Doing a lot of outdoor comedy. Um, the music, uh, you know, is is interesting. I feel like with with jazz and maybe not having a vocalist, like they have all those restrictions, and you know, being able to sing. Um, right. But uh, comedy has been going strong. Yes. Yeah, that's that's great to hear, man. I mean, you know, so many scenes are changing these days. I'll tell you, and, and especially coming from the music community, it's it's been it's been a bit uh, been a bit tough. But you know, it, it's uh, it's great great to great to be here on Mutiny Radio, and I'm I'm, I'm happy to happy to be talking to you and, and playing some music on the airwaves for you guys. It's it's absolutely wonderful and. Such a such a pleasure. Yeah. So I saw you know you you have this new uh, record out. Uh, Wild yeah, is love. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, it we 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 actually recorded it a, a year ago and a day. Uh, last December third last year, we recorded it over at Chabot College, and um, and so it was it was wonderful. Uh, and uh, it you know it was it was all by some local cats here, good friends of mine. Um, we we put it together. And uh, came out with wildest love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you know, December third is actually my birthday too, which is really funny. So oh, no you kidding. recorded hey, it on happy my birthday. birthday. Yeah. Uh, it's birthday. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> nice. it was yesterday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been really interesting. Yeah. So I wanted to um, let everyone know where they could find the uh, the record. As I I've heard oh, most it. definitely. Yeah. So the nice part about it is, is I'm actually it's actually available on Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, YouTube music. If you just uh, check out Gavin Halloran, Wild as Love, uh, you should be able to find me up there on Amazon as well, and uh, and Google. Yeah, pretty much all the major platforms. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So I uh, I wanted to uh, play a track. So I, I do have it up here on the uh, the Google YouTube, and so um, I know you have a couple songs. Was, that, um, per, was it Perdido? Perdido, yeah, Perdido. yeah, lost, yeah, yeah, it means lost. Yep, it's a it's a Juan Teasel tune, uh, most commonly recorded uh, by Duke Ellington, and it was uh, I feel like it was a great tune on the track uh, that breaks up, uh, you know, right before the ballad and uh, the swinger before. Nice, yeah. So I was gonna let everyone kind of listen on that or um, listen uh, on this track, and then um, we'll bring you back on. So I I was gonna play it here. Um, we got some Dave Brubeck. I know you're a Bay Area native. Um, I am. Or I think I knew that. I think I read it somewhere. But um, Dave Brubeck, I didn't realize until recently that he's from Concord. 
Yeah, yeah, he actually, uh, yeah, he actually is from here, over in Concord, um, and he, uh, I think he resided here uh, for for uh, when he for the, his later years in life as well. He's been kind of known around here in the Bay Area as like a you know a Bay Area native cat. And Dave Brubeck is yeah a monster. Uh, we actually took, uh, funny enough, we it's funny you mentioned Dave Brubeck. We took the same arrangement. Uh, from one of his records and used it on Perdido. So if you uh, if you recognize it, it's coming from Dave Brubeck. Nice. Yeah. So I'm just uh, here. I'm just trying to uh, pull up this uh, this track. I um, I tried it. Yeah. So uh, you want to believe it? Actually, there was uh, someone because yesterday was my birthday, but I went out. Somebody took me out, and so this is a you know Ocean Alehouse. We went to Ocean Alehouse because I know that's a big uh, jazz. It used to be a big jazz spot. Um, oh yeah. For the pandemic. Uh, so. Uh, I some somebody had asked me out on my birthday and didn't even realize it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, yeah, but Ocean Alehouse is actually a place I've uh, I've played at several times. Uh, the owners there are two great guys. They're uh, two brothers with these with these great big beards. Uh, surfers. <laughs> they make uh, they make some great burgers and they've got they've always got great beer on tap. Um, they and they they really support the local musicians there in in, in San Francisco. And so when I was just getting on the scene, they. Uh, they uh, they took me in and I was able to I was able to play for them over at Ocean Ale House and it's a great venue it's a it's a place I hope to hope to play at again once uh, the pandemic uh, kind of cools off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I uh, I pulled this up here on uh, Apple Music. So I was gonna play this uh, poor Dito and then we'll bring you back on. Sounds great. Sounds great. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. 
right. Yeah. So we are here at Muni Radio uh, FM, right here with Gavin Holloran. That is a great track. Um, are you still there? Still here. Still yeah. Here with wow. You. Yep. That was really good. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I just, um, that's a really happening tune. Uh, oh, thank you, man. That was actually that was actually falling in love with love. Falling in yeah, love with love. Tune. Yep, yep. Okay. That was the first tune off of our uh, off of our off of Wildest Love. And uh, yeah, yeah, great, great, great tune. Uh, that's what we open it up with. Kind of something nice and nice and swinging for the folks, and uh, and it kind of builds from there. Yeah. So I I wanted to play some more songs off the record, but I wanted to um, so I know I had mentioned the uh, the Tiki Desk concerts. So I wanted to, I wanted right. I wanted to tell you about this and it was so funny I feel like yeah there's just so many things um yeah so with this pandemic so we used to host these kind of house shows um uh, right. r- rooftop um and so when the pandemic hit to have more than 5 people in your place it was just like criminal you know so we adapted to right. the, to the times and so on June 14th I had this duo so kind of similar like like you had, you're calling in right now. So a band had called in. It was just an idea that we put out there. It's like, what if we just, you know, stream this from a rooftop, uh, and, oh, yeah. and put it on. So I, uh, it, you know, luckily I have good neighbor, we have good neighbors and, uh, nice. they were totally all about it. Um, so, um, and so then we just started, we started doing that. It's been really fun. Uh, the, the first band, so they had set everything up and it was like more of an ambient rock band. They had set everything up on, because I have a tiki bar. We have a tiki bar. And uh, normally, you know, we have we have a stage and where the band would set up on the stage, but because there wasn't going to be anyone there because of the, you know, pandemic. Right. They're like, hey, we, can we just set up on the, the tiki bar? And so that's how it evolved. And somebody at one point had said, this is tiki desk concerts. And it just kind of like clicked. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, it's really, really a fun um so I remember you're saying that you're from uh, you're from the Bay Area. I'm actually yeah yeah. So I actually grew born and raised actually in the East Bay over in a little town called Castro Valley. It's part of the Tri Valley. So uh, yeah, it so grew up over there, and uh, I, uh, I I you know played music uh, you know through the through the school there. But what really did it for me was my father uh, you know showing me jazz records uh, ever since I was young, and he always. He always was. Uh, he always was really big into music and especially jazz, even though he didn't didn't play jazz. And he uh, was really supportive when it came time to, you know, choose either to be a choir boy or, or play an instrument. And I sure wasn't going to be a choir boy, so I picked up uh, picked up the horn. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh my gosh, yeah, that is that is great, man. That is fun. Yeah, East Bay native. I was. I'm an East Bay native too. I'm from San Ramon. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're the other valley, <laughs> part yeah. of the Tri-Valley. <laughs> well, it was funny, though, because, like, Crow Canyon Road, how it goes through there, too. Um, yep. Oh, yep. So I was I was raised around the corner of Bollinger and Crow Canyon Road, so I, I felt like... Oh, yeah, Bollinger. Yeah, yeah, Bollinger Canyon. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, yeah I really... that's a fun little road. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun... It's like a commuter's dream. People, you know, back when people go to offices in San Francisco, you cutting through the canyon and bypassing oh, the yeah. freeway action. I'll, t- I'll tell you, it's, it's fun. It's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a fun little drive in the evenings. It's uh yeah, I, I, I actually, I actually took that road to get, get to my first sax lessons. Um, 
yeah, I studied, studied, and of course, you know, the cool part is I, I, I learned, I owe everything I learned to, to my teachers and, you know, uh, the encouragement that they gave me. Um, you know, Guido Fazio out there in San Ramon, great, great jazz musician, great saxophonist, um, really inspired me um, and, you know, and, and, and helped me along when I was first getting started. So I, I owe a lot to the, to the Bay Area jazz scene and uh, the musicians the musicians around here, man, because they're just, they're just such great guys, man. Such great guys. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, no, I, it's great. I mean, being a Bay Area native and being in the jazz scene, it was just, there's all these different art and music communities orbiting around right. the Bay Area. And I just, uh, it's been really, it's been, I don't know, everyone's adapting. That's, that's great. And, uh, yeah, so I was going to, I was going to play everyone another track and then, you know, uh, I wanted to, you know, um, was it December thirteenth? We um, we're gonna have you guys play a set um, on the rooftop. I don't know if I sent you any pictures or if you've seen one. The last one uh, I think we have on the Muni Radio. We had a band called Gajifu, and they, they oh, did nice. like a Halloween set. So it was the first night set that I did in a long time. But uh, the we're gonna uh, yeah. So in the afternoon time is a lot. Uh, was it like two two o'clock is like a really good time. For, for lighting right. and everything so um yeah i wanted to for everyone to yeah so this is we got gavin holloran here on the uh muni radio.fm airwaves right now you could find um i mean you're basically everywhere your apple music you can look look you up basically anywhere and i'll make sure everyone yeah. knows where to find gavin you too. Halloran, wild as love yes sir yeah this record is awesome so i'm going to be playing this uh closing out was at the this uh, Wildest Love, under the title track, Wildest Love. And then um, I was going to let everyone kind of listen to this record. Um, but yeah, this is this is really nicely done. I've enjoyed it. I think I, I mentioned I've seen you I seen you guys play at the Terrace Room pre-pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a long... Oh, gosh, you remember that? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that was a while ago. I was surprised. I was surprised. I was like, man, oh, the Terrace Room. That's a, that's a trip. So it, it's kind of cool what a, what a small little small world it is around here you know and and so I, I i i'd like to thank mutiny radio for for putting me on the airwaves and it's it's just it's a pleasure pleasure to be here for you and playing my music for you guys thank you yeah that's awesome hey well we'll see you on uh december 13th at a uh, tiki desk we're looking forward to it and um yeah happy holidays happy holidays right on yeah thank you all right so we got the uh, title track here wild is love we're going to be seeing a uh, gavin holloran here on uh, December 13th, and you could find them anywhere you could find music. Apple Music, that's a good spot. All right, and this song is called Wild as Love. Dooby doop, dooby doo. Try it for three. All right, so here we go. Yeah, this is a preview. It's just a preview of the album. Interesting. All right, so we're going to be seeing Gavin uh, Holloran here on uh, December 13th. That is a Sunday. We're going to be streaming that from a rooftop here, Tiki Desk Concerts in uh, Bernal. I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be exciting. Um, wanted to wish everyone a happy winter season out there. Luckily, we're not having any rain quite yet. We get the park lets going. 
and everyone's staying socially distanced. We got the uh, the outdoor comedy. We have these restaurants. We're doing our first uh, outdoor comedy at At Last Cafe uh, tomorrow, which is a block away from us here. So really looking forward to that. Uh, and yeah, I mean, there's just uh, everyone's adapting to the times and making art out there. So it's uh, yeah, so falling in love. So I'm going to be playing hopefully this plays. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, so we got some Gavin Hall around.
That is Gavin Holleran here. Check out the record, Wild is Love. Great track. Check him out on Tiki Desk Concerts on December 13th. Really excited uh, for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Some Bay Area jazz right there. So uh, we're here at MutinyRadio.fm live. Uh, we have, um, yeah, there's a lot of art being made out there and a lot of, uh, yeah, letting the excitement overcome the fear seems to be uh, the way to go. Uh, I got, you know, Josh Kahn and Pam Benjamin here. We got an um, outdoor comedy that we're doing after the show. Um, we're gonna, yeah, we do the open mics and then we have the, the outdoor comedy here at 7 o'clock. Uh, yeah, so we're just, uh, we're just rolling with it, yeah, so I, uh, there's a song that I actually haven't heard in a, in, in quite some time, I kind of come through the station, uh, back in May, and, uh, the, um, there's this title track, When I'm Lonely, that I, I just, uh, it's hard to believe. You know, this song was read, written pre-pandemic, but I felt like it really kind of related to the uh, the times. And so I was going to play that. And uh, this is off the Dirty White album, uh, Mr. Andrew. So while I'm pulling that up, I uh, it is the candy business. It's the candy season. You got a candy shop up online that you could actually buy candies. We're going to be um, closing that with the shop. we got until the end of uh, tonight, 12 a.m., to uh, to make a candy purchase. So um, if you go to is it Mutiny Radio and you click on the thing, a little candy shop, um, sees candies um, for the whole family. And so when you buy the candies, it takes, you know, about four business days to get there. But, um, yeah, so it is the candy season so this song is called when i get lonely this is mr andrew live here beautyradio.fm so it looks like um uh it's interesting because i never had this um happen before but it seems like with soundcloud and bandcamp that they want to charge for everything so um 
yeah, so I was going to go ahead and, uh, yeah, I was going to just close out the show uh, here. Um, the, uh, I'm going to say, yeah, so we got a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff going up online and a lot of uh, people trying to, I really, yeah, it's interesting, interesting with the economy and the way that things are, are going right now, but grateful to have the creative outlet. And so, uh, yeah. So thank you all for tuning in today to the JW Megawake Show. Next week we got a rock and roll band coming in. It's gonna be really fun. Yeah.
Man, what are you, materialistic? I saw a light on in the bathroom. But it was in somebody else's apartment. Man, binoculars are expensive. I wanted some mindless entertainment. But I paid too much attention. And now I am broke. I smoked weed that had no expiration date, and now I'm like this permanently. I got a comforter. It's more comfortable than me. Beer comes in cans and bottles. That's gross. I got a notification in the mail today. It said please check your mail. I sent a thank you card, but I haven't mailed it. I like to stretch rubber bands. They need exercise. I have a moral compass app on my phone, but I need to keep recharging it. The only thing to fear is fear itself. Isn't that a double whammy? I'm already afraid. I tried to sleep, but I got tired. I abbreviated doing well to dwell, and now I can't stop thinking about it. I have a car. But it drives me crazy. I tried to deliver a joke, but they sent it back. Now I have to write it all over again. Diet Coke needs to improve their self-image. I bought something new yesterday, and today I returned it for false advertising. You have been a mild and peppered audience, you really have, I can hear you from here, Martha. Thanks and good night, this is Aqua Q. I'm Serena, Allison, Ava, Daniel, Fiona, Kate, Lee, Oliver, Samantha, Susan, Tom. And this is Radio 11. Radio 11. Radio 11. Radio 11. This is Aqua Q. was in a pickle. No, it was a real pickle. Bread and butter type, the kind that's delicious. And so his problem remained. He see a doctor, but who would see him during the middle of a day? Like today? 
or any other day, no less, or more, or more and more etc. The sun was shining across the planet, if only Superman were around too, no no that didn't work. The first time, Niagara and the cola etc and the drop and catch, or so I remember a gas station. Boom. I wonder if the bots have that, or are saving it for some copyright reason to never actually show it to the people when they want to see it again. Hum. He began to hum. The tune was like a bubble, of sorts. Yeah, that was it. Binary and trees, and matrices and well. More reason to sort numbers is like a reason to waste a bit of time now to save spending for later. And so that was the reason we gathered up the machines for the final push. The bots had been idle, been mostly idle that is. They thought they were doing work. At least. We thought they were doing work because they were taking up power and humming melodies to the tune of millions in the data centers. Yes the dark cold rooms where only admins went to plug and unplug machinery from boxes and palace, and so forth and on and off, with a gas that would asphyxiate a human against his will to work a full shift, or as an execute to jades in the whole deal with a soldering iron and a piece of loose metal. Hum. So the airwaves were alive in the center where Q found himself this afternoon. The cold and hot rows were mostly working, besides B6 which seemed to be wired backwards. Clues were left for the others in terms of blinking lights against the backdrop of grated iron. Real time was aisle 5. That's where the magic was supposed to be happening, and by happening I mean. The crypto buses were wired in pairs, and one extra, and a huge molten gas being tray of fiber ran out and up the wall and through concrete in a plastic tray, so as to not interrupt its light workings. Yellow. Blue. Orange. Well the DWDM gear was heavenly dark, as most expensive gear is, with but a single light to let you know the chips weren't overheating or anything. Blip. Blip. This went on for a while, tracing, and marveling at the job that had been rigged some 15 years prior. Oh. Was that 480 volts coming in? Nobody gets that anymore. I hope the transformer is hooked up solid. Coffee poured onto the floor from the next room. Millions of dollars in gear and a 25 coffee pot that was twice its mean time between failure age. It was sitting on a box, for some reason, and cups were messily dripping grounds into a trash that was never emptied. This was the admin's coffee. Wildest scene. And we wonder why the discs keep filling up. Moving them back and forth, and sharting. And copying. It was like NetApp went on holiday at its 30% marker gate. Or whatever that means. Ready for some dialogue, again, AQ? Networks in order? Or, out of order by refactor, as intended, right? I mean the job was to reorder the parts we didn't need so when we needed them we wouldn't need them, was that your plan? Or the several dozen people's plans after you rather? Oh yes. That's why. He didn't actually work there anymore. That figures why there were now 12 men running around in lab coats into the data center to reset the halon or whatever they use these days, and retract the soldering iron I left behind as a joke. It's no joke, Max was a mind reader. And his associate, Maxine. Yes, there was often confusion. Maxine was slim and Max was not. Maxine wore makeup, and Max was always making up for some job, or making his way out for lunch. Maxine. Her slender hand extended to Q's reach for a sandwich off the cardboard tray. Oh I wasn't hungry anyway. What I am doing here again. To test this. She pointed. You left it here five years ago. 
and it's still humming. Just like you, it seems. Yes. He was humming, and gleaming at the sight of Project K. It was kind of a wonder he remembered it in all detail. Retail, derailed Mastiff Jodger and ought that it was. It's been beeping at us since 12 a.m. I think you got the message. We left your page wrong. Well, he hadn't gotten the page, per se, but you could hear that think five miles away, give or take. The eye signaling it was tied into all over the city. Blip. Blip. ZZZKT. Yeah, that bit. You did get the page, right? I mean somebody did. We gotta return TXT, see you in 8 hours. Why 8? The contract said 4. Well. Forget about the numbers, it's just a line item, you know, Q hadn't been paid for any of this, but was intrigued to see her holding up the access fob he'd buried in the wall before he left. It was dusty still and lit up when he went to grab it. The metal. Good job. It wouldn't work for us. We thought it might. Well that's fine, he grabbed it and stuffed it in his pocket, with a sandwich to not eat later. I thought you didn't like Max's sandwiches? No, it's not for him, that's why I took it Q laughed. Indeed. He'll be back in 47 minutes, if his burger adventure is on time. Are you? 47. Yes. I'm on time. I'll need that wire, know the one you're wearing. And, he grabbed her mic and recorder, and yes, that'll do for power. Be back in 12 minutes. Right save click, insert, bobblehead. Yes. It seemed to be working. Q was back in cabinet B6. The backwards one for a reason. So he could find it. Everything has to be so perfect, he mumbled. I mean I'm surprised. Well anyway. He jabbed the fob into the drive slot. After screwing around with the rails for a second and some more. Click. More. ZZZKZKZKT. Stop. Quiet. Of sorts. All the spindles locked, and power from the top to the middle of the cabinet was down. Left only with the bottom machine A1, running on 1 yuan. A dedicated strand of fiber from the tray. Oh zero. Here we were. Well. Here I was. So what have you been up to? He plugged in a screen and clicked a few buttons. Dash. Music on hold came piped through the center speakers. It was. Started with a B. Not that. One. This. And this. He pressed a few keys. And blam. Oh. Well after all that. Marvel. Was the prompt. It was one of a dean. Or rather the head end to the dean. Login cryo. Pass. Gazings. Dollar. Oh cash money, and X windows began to swim into view, switching video modes like it was 1999. 1152 by 928? Wait. Okay here we go. Pop pop pop, dizzle. It was loading bitmaps and changing the color palette to match them easily. 256 colors it had, or 216, or whatever was grayed out. It became apparent to Q that this box had finished its job three years ago. Ever since then its ordive went a little nuts and started generating nudes of Terry Hatcher-like in 3D stereoscopes and fractals, or some such nonsense. Wild. That must have been the Superman reference from before. He looked down at the fob, still plugged in, and its light had changed to red and began to warble. His arm was hot too, leftover chip and all, or so he imagined he remembered. There was no chip. Or was there? If there was it probably melted but... Oh. He raised his hand and the screen turned white. Wave wave. 
The screen flicked black and white to a cadence. Not Morse. Barcode maybe. Wave wave. Zero zero. Zero one. One zero. Zero zero one. Black. Well that's highly non-usable. Q outstretched his. And and the screen turned red and then black and then began drawing a wormhole wire mesh. Jesus. Okay tap tap. He typed in a few commands he remembered, and one that couldn't fail, or... So he joked to himself from five years, I go, dollar fail. All the boxes lit up again, and hard drives began to whir and spinning the fiber on each box lit. A little blue LED seed had custom installed with fans to make sure they worked when they were... Supposed to fail. Yep that failed in the right direction. He switched the screen to the network interface and watched all the interfaces come up and bond into three virtual interfaces, connected now worldwide fiber coming in from Europe, Asia, and the rest of the Americas. Oh Scotland joined this time. Crap. He mocked himself. There was a tap at the center door. Maxine was just popping in to see how you're popping on in. Reckoning? We're seeing data spikes on all ingress and power worldwide has hit past the 3% jump. You said wouldn't happen. Oh it's just for power up? No worries. He looked back. Fiber T87J5. That was just to throw Maxine off. Well did it? What? Throw me off, I'm still connected. She looked down at her device. We're all connected. Fantastic. Now what does it do? Oh. Don't tell me you're going to tell me, please don't you promised. You won't promise me anything. Nor the company. That's why we don't pay you, or rather we paid you to forget about it. At least that's what you told us when you left, yes? Yes. He turned back to the screen, watched some multilingual messages appear, then disappear, then reappear in a slightly better font, and the characters began to rewrite themselves, a sort of mashup between Japanese and European languages, with some odd numbers and math figures beginning to appear. The language seemed alright, not aggressive, kind of forthcoming, and solid and flowy and almost understandable, from a visual perspective. I think that's a house, and a fish, and a... Oh. Omelette? Oh, ok. And some. Oh those were Mike Waits. And... Those were... A relatives. And the how-to popped up. Oh fine. He shut the box and turned to Maxine. Read up. I've got to go, as he pushed his way past her and out to the street. His hand was burning now, I guess he'd sort that out. The outside was kind of dim, as expected. And there was just some cloud cover, or was it? It was definitely darker than usual, but he looked up and saw it. Nobody seemed to notice, but a deep voice came through the sky and the message was clear as... Well night. Boop. Let's see if I remember this, again, he was the only one looking up, against all direction, funny as that was. He repeated the message. Zeus. Frame 1. Sky access, the voice boomed, only to him. He looked around. People were moving, but the sky had a sort of cloud cover now, and they were shaped like... Hum. What were they shaped like? Oh his face again. Cute. As if that's not a dead giveaway. I think people saw that he said to the sky. Secondary access the sky boomed. No wait. A second voice came in, and just hijacked the sky terminal and drew over a cloud. Damn. He glanced back at the cloud and changed it to orange. A kind of still orange. Ouch. It kind of hurt a bit. Moving on. The cloud followed him for a bit, 
and he looked up when he hit Market Street. There were stratus clouds but they were dead standstill, with a slight vibration, as if they wanted to move but couldn't. All the water just hung in the air like a VGA terminal. He thought back to the cabinet, and his hand. This went on for a while. People would come up and present themselves, then leave, and come and pass. And vote and hold court, etc., and it was not a fine time to be on market with the sun in full force, so he ducked into a corridor. As he stood there for a while, he turned to the right, and as he did, a port opened in a dozen. People walked past him, shouting out passwords and overrides, and commands to set interior passwords and more locks and non-overrides, and cash prizes, and all the wants, and none of the needs, but Uber was famous for a day. Magic buttons, etc. Rides to anywhere. Planes and trains, it was all Uber, and they were trying to take over the world through his portal. Jeez. This was expensive. It went on and on and was crazier and crazier. Uber had the deepest trunks, without end, and able to carry any weight, and any size for miles and miles. The trunks ran through the planet, and heavy heavy cars would travel virtually across all oceans and through the sky and the earth, and well. It was just too much, and damned greedy, and it wouldn't stop. A fellow walked up and let Q know that the oceans were not particularly pleased, as a giant pelican-like. Actually it was one of those. Started with an S. Damn this thing was huge, and it was flying past buildings, and as if it had come in straight from the sea. That's the kind of bird it was. It was uneasy and looked pretty darn unhappy about its weight and non-precision. He hoped it didn't crash into a building, as well. But couldn't help but direct it nearer to the glass to see. Okay. So this is how it's going to go, eh? A hand and no money and the portal that everybody has claimed access. And now cars speeding up and around the city for no apparent reason. People silently spitting Ubers and getting in and getting around, and out, and all silent greed, well. This was not the boot up as it was supposed to be. Day turned to night, and Q found himself standing near much the same spot, with completely different people who also had not much to. There was a robbery. That took some time. Q couldn't move, and the man was huge like some neo-ancient, and there was a girl, who rifled through his wallet and threw it aside. Q tried to get it back, but she got the one card he hadn't seen. I never did find out what card in the hospital gave me. Was it ID? Was it money? The banks weren't open, but there were bunches of keypads around the block, and surely one of those boxes inside had a full dossier and some sort of escape plan, or something. A cab word by, man wide-eyed and smiling. No not that one, too smiley and convenient Q said with his eyes. It's back to the platform. If it's going to be like this, well, we'll need to sort it out. Bubbles. Footnote, that's no joke. Whatever one says, does, feels, acts on, acts with, or otherwise hears one conversation in two ears, silently contracted for and two, well, repeats from that boot up day. The secondary was found. He's a dick. He knows he's a dick. Maybe he overheard something, but it's all bollocked up now. Self-correct as we might, and do. The cash equations are running out, or did, are revived, rebooting, failing, reinitializing, forgetting we told it so, remembering, and so forth. And where's Uber? Used cars these days. Too much promise, they told themselves. They said I'd do it for them but it was rigging that rigged the slices out of oranges and threw them on the ground. For people to crave and... What was it? Two grams of citrus? Well juice was. 
out. Brainstem went out again. Jiggle. The memories are just there. But that's where it began. More or less and less is more. The clouds come and go and aren't orange any longer, nor as clear a raster image as that day, standing so close to Civic Center, as ought it to be, a license floating past as if to say we found you. Yep. THT's me. And the old old address. But anyway. Q is, well still attempting the reboot, remotely. Or perhaps it needs less and more again. The fiber is still lit. That box is still writing language and messages. Power is. Well. Where did the power spike get to? Vaccine was months away now, and probably confused as well. Anybody would be. Ring. Blip. Bleep. Cloud 9, eh? Her voice hit signal on a bit of horizon. I see you found me. Yes it's still working. It always worked. We just wanted you to find it. Because you wanted to, remember? It wasn't a sad day. We drove you crazy because you drove us crazy. We wanted the sky, so we gave it to you, to give to us, because we knew you would. You're just that kind of guy. You do that every time, you know? You don't even know, which is the very caring part about us, I mean you, that we love about ourselves, part-time now at least. Do you even know what happened that day? Of course you do, you were there. But what happened to the computer? It was vaporized. That is. It melted but it's still powered on. Nobody can get into that room anymore. And all the power and fiber is still kind of... Well. Doing something because the world is still spinning, and so we don't think about it. Except when we do, and when we do the signal comes through, so we further know it is still working, or that has never worked, or, you know. But yeah. It's the... Paradox. Not quite. Or quiet that but yeah, I do know, the meantime of all of that. Yes, and oh here we go, screen templates fit. Somebody's tapping in. I've got to go answer another. Q grinned inside and began walking again. Okay, so it wasn't perfect, but nature still works, that's okay. Oh but the perpetual everything. Yes that was a thing. Who would muck that up for you for sake? Well. They didn't know. Or I didn't. Or something they tried to tell me but I didn't listen because I was talking kind of thing, as per well. In the sky dim just bit. Oh he remembered. No flight, no planets, no universe my ass he said to the sky and walked over to a pay phone. This thing still works, and he punched in the two dimes somebody had given him and dialed the operator plus 31 he said. Amsterdam I've got to call out and make a trip. Get my coat. Yes Mr. Q, the old time switchboard operator chimed back with a quarter tone and a clean trunk signal. Your flight is just over there, and up. Yes. Just a bit, and fly that one for a bit. We'll be in touch. Tone. That's just a little joke. The Lohanti hung out the phone and beamed. It was going to be that kind of night. Click. Dash. Next episode, Miranda and the Trist reunite in Paris perhaps. On their ways and means to Amsterdam at Janet Land. Perhaps Saturdays up the Castro Mighty Mouse, or Amused, or Tickery Talk, or whatever that's worth the dime drop and a dozen roses. The literal character is a backslash, you know, and it's all just living from here on out, etc. Now where does this lead to? A.Q. Aria took his hand and brought him across, a ways, and stood up and smiled at what a funny mark you've made on that side of the planet. Do you want to try another? Planet? Why not? Optimistic are we? Gravity in the all? What else could we muck up? Besides everything, again. 
pieces of Reese's love and forgiveness, from the Isle of Man. This is Q and then around a smattering of OE oddities of San Francisco C3W. This is Radio 11 brought to you by AquaQ from AquaQ Labs as in .com varietal of smattering pleasure with web feet you can swim too. The preceding was Q Sky, and featured our very talented Q from the Trist and also featured in the book, A Wizard's Pocket, by AquaQ himself, and located at the tail end, as Q enjoys and in the tabbed black section. The book can be purchased in lots of love, on Amazon for some tosh, in Kindle and print formats and its pocket size, if you're a wizard. And now, a continuation. The continuation of the adjunct of the proposal forthwith in blood and motion, levity and proclivity to desire such movement and spin directives directed, produced, and felt towards and around the benefits of this desire to please likened and likeness and kind of kind is purely and truly known and admired for the tactile tactics and haptics of a flurry or montage of sequence sequences in eventfulness and candy can like a ham candied or apple caramel it is not to be sought no tender like brain spam in the mailboxes of our creviced minds, and the attenuation of spannered span attention, attended to, is thus, the stuffery of stuffed stuffing is internally and not spontaneously combustible as in Warsaw or the Herring Rain, as in the television program on the mind of us all, that star in the ether, look it up perhaps it looks at you, or not, and all of full stop. Wordlings are the pleasure to be not followed nor directly at sight opposed in a kind of unknown way and to utilize such attention grabbings grabs the fervor of directed congestion in the mind's socket of reason for and storage of any material witness to a contrary of. Full turnabout and here is the falter, immediately proceeding. Dot. A slight jolly of an idea is thus to be. And had in past intense perhaps, yet known to be that belief which carries and the deflatory of our fore and forefronted and from behind blood and toil is total and in totality just a bit of a more or less, and the same applies in which our lessities provide for the moreover and so and so's, even in these times. Dot. Shaken up and stirred, is a preferential treatment of material for some, as liquid build to replenish and quicken, although thusly replicable in its offset of life's material, and yet to ponder, is our paths and ways. Splendid curvature for the just so. Dot. Our character Theta now in fact joins Alpha and Beta, though justly at Gamma's wavelength, and which determines Delta and Epsilon in their coronation of correlation, or the Mad Hatter might begin, with his hat in slightly offset from the start. Pick a card, Jack. As a suggestion. Dot. The publicist knows and is wearily wary and aware of the preponderance of wordlings in the right justified fast lanes of a margin for error bits to be corrected on chip and in floating points and practices and thus is that continuation, not in a vacuum yet sucked gently like a peach on an autumn summer in between those, loose sheets to the wind as they run in fact, are justly fastened with watertight leggings, side-chained and smoked like those from a twenty-pack inner battlefield of not intention to win or lose or play but to admire that particular hole we've dug to get a better view of the enemy, ah that, on that 1940s perhaps, with a 22, was it a fire in armor was it a Kemper ounce of the kind of brass to be held with a monkey? Oh. Dot. 
the activities in our bodies of heavenly connection, as they were in our offset from Earth's ground towards a radio 11 heavily set of motions for the benefit of just and that benefit, as in the special program designed with a mind and kind. And a kind of tape which spins a sprocket and the other in the 1980s when radio play was meant to be stored in your pocket and shopped at the local grocery store in a high school of malaise and discovery towards the music the record tower posted as posters on its walls and labeled rows by genre and indeed generationally with mops and tops to be found near the metal leather and onto the bow ties, and bleached beached eat cedars. Those were heady days, filled with the smoke from a planned planted hooded parent where we bought our pizza. Dot. 21 this time, oddly even odds at a table of said card of thine choosing and thus time to exit its light bit forward, with knowledge of a completeness, if not in necessity but in actuality of your excessiveness and effectiveness of the non-completing digits, ever and onward. Dot. This, while and about has been provided free of charge, as freedom and although charged and fully still and electric, continues on still in its motion of mority for the moral compass of Metlux pointed towards the North Star at an offset of global north, and again and again. This is the island and about a small subset of a material known as ecosystemic cardiophilanthropicites, and our EGS friends are also thrilled to note their notes and books at this time and time again. As time goes, and you know what does. This is AquaQ with love from San Francisco C3W. It's the heading and quorum of Quora.com to lively and livingly ask questions which can be believable to answer, and vices and verses, with a visa to do so, I do, and this is AquaQ with the dissertations for the believability of a sustainability with abilities from a noble and gaseous wit, satisfied with the satisfaction of elemental reasoning of spin and orientation in these matters of charged discharge of information for each and every, and here is now. If energy cannot be created and gravity works constantly, then why does the Earth's gravitational energy not run out since it is not coming from any other energy source? Gravity's constant is known to be near or identical to time itself, and as time postulates itself by the transfer of material between matter and light, as imagined, and as light as energies have no friction and can be operated from far away, this brings our origin to ourselves and its constant and continuation of our spin, from our very electron, and up and through the planet, ionic and helical, and as we continue to spin an offshoot energies and transferences and draw in from our core while simultaneously emanating, we provide and what is provided is this equilibrium in our verses of the Gestalt carries us in spatial time which is understood to be continuous and thus is. And in this closed loop, with an infinity of accessibility, energies of the kind and kind of kindness will never deplete, for the purposes of participation of all systems rely on the very physics which operate all material and optionally, light itself. More can be observed on a semi-regular basis at AquaQ Labs, a subtext. Peace plus love from slash Sanfinsco slash AquaQ C3W. Why can we not live on the sun? Even though astral sometimes material or light, the sun's energy is required to be requited by our matching ionosphere and ionic energy reversals within our planet, and thus, 
Our lives are how we know each other and our travels take us where we welcome each other, and thus the sun is a poorly habitable place, has not been traveled to welcome another on or near around, and so on with that. Sun, we love you, but not to visit. Peace plus love from slash San Francisco slash C3W. Can finite exist independent of nothingness? For anything to exist it must be comparable, and thus nothingness is just that and does not exist, and to answer your question of finite, is only as material witness to what I available to view as a continuity of the nonness. In other words the ending portion which is only observable to the extent where the observer has just and given up towards the transition of energies for which the infinite is the continuum in continuation. Peace plus ever and ongoing love from slash sentence slash aquaqc3w edition not to be found at aquaclabs.com smile. Why is it cooler in the deep underground than on the surface? Surface heat comes from the sun, but where does the cool temperature originate? The offset of our sun's ability to heat the surface and the same from the core of our planet, meeting at some crust high levels in between, is where the temperature is temperate for humans, beneath less or so, and so the cooling is in fact both the absence of light, not only carried on with our oceans as a fixture of temperature deep below the levels that humans survive. Well that's mostly it I think. The oceans cool our planet and keep the deep levels cool, and while under pressure, while water does not pressurize itself, the weight of water as a surrounding mass, keeps a steady cold hand on the plate tectonics and likely is siphoned into the planet to further provide a vein for cooling. Hum. Importance of environmental conservation? It's our very nature to naturally provide as life what materials are required for ourselves and our likened kind, as well as a set of instructions to say. Roadmaps as to our successes which can be replicated when cleaned and followed, thus reciprocating for the all who participate. Our short story involves a caterpillar and as well its mate and also the organisms which provide the returning nutrients to the soil and very plant which our caterpillar sits and eats atop and discovers his place in his lifetime amongst the lifetimes of others in likened kind. The importance should be and is obvious in all aspects, and noted by our divider physics chemistry, and all the sciences. And this bit is just the bits to remind you to get your figure and figuring together and to and gathered with the dosh to provide for yourself and our environment to displace its paper tie in exchange for your misuse of plastic for the furthering exchange of ideas, and that is the book, A Wizard's Pocket, now unavailable on a slightly alien point of non-existence until you chose and purchase a one or many of, and ignorance is not in fact bliss and only bliss as created will be discovered, and so to further these and ideas, carry on with carrying this book, on your shelves and in, in fact your pocket and pocket books even, a book inside a book, so proceed in any eventfulness, this is AquaQ of AquaQlabs.com with San Francisco's Pisces a peachy and lovely loverly C3W. An idea anodiolite electrics flow to a quarter of mutual closeness to an effect of joyous enlightenment, as a practice of happenstance, rapidly then dancing with the other lighted electrons in the rows and in singular yet combinatory fashioned creatures of liberty, 
levity in fact to carry their others and thus encourage the initial to carry them in onward and carry on with activities to further carry the joyousness of the idea, in any manner which is similar and liking to the electrons still at work, and in the body who nourish the brain stem heady to perform this feat of perhaps magic, only if you wish it to be but more likely you wish others to celebrate themselves in their concert of efforts to provide your body these feats and carry them onward with and around you for their times of activities and preferences as well and well. Dot. Our mathematician has a large chalkboard in his office. He has half-solved maths on board, and is happy to fill them in with squiggles of known precepts, and that provides the solution he requires in his time in which his electrons wish it, and yet to be solved needs those other precepts, which were likely his study of others, as he studies maths for the reasoning of studying, and so what else is there? He sits with his board to his front, perhaps chalk in hand, although likely he prefers a whiteboard, or perhaps he doesn't like the smell of the pens, or perhaps his office is filled with the smell and the colors. He may keep a notebook to carry with him to the coffee shop, with a brown hat. Mathematicians like brown hats, and it's an old one, to indicate the term of maths in his mind and body, and perhaps because he can get to a shop which can adequately supply a new one to his liking, or perhaps he made a trip to a place for a souvenir, sought or delivered into his eyes, or he made a day of it in town with a specific shape in mind. This is how mathematicians think, and they do this because they work around an equals sign, and they fiddle around with both sides as they're unbalanced and to what degree they choose to work in a magical moment where nobody but their own brain can know what to write, and this is their excitement, and still they must hurry or keep it in their mind gates during that period to not waste strokes with the simpler cancellations, or perhaps they write them in any way, depending on if they believe they'll need two or three of a number to present a furthering of a symbol or subset equation. Dot. His name is Joe, or is it? It's like Ivan Liverjack but the slate says Evan, Riva, or his lab neighbor calls out to him, E. His shirt is classy and worn, perhaps a papery silk and not stained but crinkly. His office is quiet and the coffee is nearby but not abused. He uses it for when company arrives, and he has tiny cups, because that distinguishes him. Dot. His students are long in the way, but they still come to visit him and they have their own lives in the various utilization of maths, for the pursuits of their own joys. And they like his little cups. Dot. One particular visitor is Joy, and she comes with her art that is at a local art museum, and she brings to him her sketchbook to review, in that he enjoys watching the origins of work and often uses such times to distract and still encourage his brain, as his pen is at his side, and the equation half written on the backboard. Dot. The sketchbook is fashion, and the lines are straight and belled towards the bottom, as in a dress, semi-starched looking with an open front, and stark lines and lapels at the top. And the boots are black and shiny vinyl, and the top is white with a pleated shoulder. She draws a few hats as well, in the hands of the model, and her selection of colors, as a palette to work from. Dot. E flips through the book which is an acid-free sketchbook which flips from the top, and is slightly larger than photographic paper, and it's mostly filled, and so he spends some time as she begins to organize his desk a bit as she talks about the pieces. Just a bit, to clear away a plate of food and put the salt and pepper back near the coffee. 
She sees him taking pause at a particular section of the book, and she hesitates and looks gently back to I what he's considering about it, in that brain which is designed to solve, and solve and is the design. Dot. It's swimwear. She pops around and looks. A yellow string bikini, which is squared off, and semi-triangular as well, and also pleated. Or so it would seem. That's how she holds it to her body. Evan was still considering kinesthetics and admired Joya's abilities to purvey an idea of her emotion to an emotion as emotive is, and her choices indicate the model, drawn, choice to show how just and what a piece it was, at those angles and with those charcoal palettes. Joy enjoyed that he put his maths aside and altered his consciousness to be around people, and just always seemed to enjoy everything which was in front of him, and so she thought the maths must be good, and they were because she kept coming back every so a time she had something exciting to show, and when the orientation of her timelines and the people of and around her were likened to provide for her time away for her time, and etc. The corollary is correlated for a reasoning, don't you find? was his comment in his usual math speak. I get stuck on that one sometimes, until I remember not to remember it, or perhaps I get flooded and then dry out and then that's when the spark occurs. Dot. The ideas as a continuation work for me as well. I mean the dress flows like the concept flows, and yes it starts with a flash, and how steady I can maintain my pencil while the image is still there, just to the side. And while not looking directly towards that screen on my brain, I can follow the lines and all the lines as a rough sketch and continue on to the point where it needs to split, and then carry on with it. To another page perhaps and I take a bit of enjoyment to switch the pencil and see also what is going on around me, and sip on my small cups too. And I work alone but with people always thinking around me. Dot. She was soaking up his brain. So that's why you visit me. Nice workings and it works. Aesthetics are a unique maths that has been researched much in its artificial creation, and by creation, I mean just so he turned around, and pointed, often and around. Dot. You see committing to an idea, brings us to the levels of complexity we're willing to put into our ability to see the next desired line or material, as per not only physics, but the purity of the amount of change we wish in its speed. Dot. He pointed around some more. Dot. The edits are unnecessary, and as shown in an algorithm, or sets of them, really. He dipped down to the third row on his board. It doesn't matter to one or the other from its past or its origin, but at its direction spin and velocity towards its proposal, which is automatic and indicative as these processes meet in space-time. The dress, thus makes itself to the body and the mind conceptualizes the body towards a perfect dress, and so we have the tangent lines of material to skin, and how we wish to show or shield the body into what comfort that will provide the mind to see and bodies to enjoy. And making such a dress should be an art, as well, and left to that artist, or in our case, another algorithm trained in such matters, with the guidance of humans, or plants or animals if you die in their movements at their stages to provide for this dumb mathematician to write it down. Of course it won't work like that she stated smiling and plainly. Of course it won't, the interception of natural messaging in an algorithm to produce a spark of nature, for an eternity at least is quite impossible, but the maths always work. 
Lucky I got stuck into it because it would drive me mad to think my work was impossible he grinned. But that's the poor way to treat humanity, with a dusty paper which can never be implemented to a specification you desire. It's not specified, and as it turns out these are reticulating leaves and caterpillars on these bards today. See there's a little one there he gestured to the E on the sideline margin, drawn in just as he was talking, and he smiled at the board, smirked, and put the pen down. Then he looked up, and down at the board, stopped, and sat back down and reopened the notebook. Joya was impressed by the caterpillar marking. It almost looked like one. And that is the point. He glided back over to the board and put a dot in its upper right. Oh. She looked at her watch. It was- Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Tebow of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke 
workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch San Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento. At and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF. 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. 
Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. <laughs>